This podcast is being brought to you by Waters Sullivan, LLC. Find us on the web at www.waterssullivan.com. I want to start off with, what should I call it? A rant, I guess, if you will. I wrote this thing the other day talking about Pat Todd and Car McClure and Antoine Womack said they'd be here. Even if they're late, they're not welcome. And I say that to all of you. Be late with me if you fucking want to. Watch what happened. I don't play that nigga shit. I'm so tired of you niggas being late, coming when you want, won't RSVP, RSVP and won't show up. I am fucking sick of it. Now that I have that out of my system. Brother, I need you to help me stop cursing. I am trying to take myself to the next level. And so I needed to get that rant out first. You got to ask for forgiveness, not permission. You got them out for the week. <laughs> you got your week's worth. I'm telling you, watch. I'm going to start watching up. Uh, watching my mouth, but I had to get that out. Like black folk, but you feel better. Yeah, I do. Okay. Black right. people and time, you know, there's a disconnect. I don't know what it is, but anyway, I'm on time. I'm early and an RSVP. You did. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so look here, I got my brother, um, Joseph Bryan here because he wanted my relationship advice. No, I'm just don't get me in trouble. Like that. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no, Joseph has had and 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 follow him at Newsman Bryant on IG and Twitter. Um, you tell Kelly Ann Scott I got a bone to pick with her. Okay. Um, I got distracted for a second there. Give me my cookies. I need some sugar. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. So anyway, my brother had a couple of stories. And I was like, man, I think I should give one black man's opinion on a couple of them. So All right. let's talk about what you've been writing about, brother. All right. Glad to be here as always. Uh, I, you never, you never, it's never dull <laughs> in, 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 in your hot seat. Uh, I guess one thing I, I thought you might be interested in is, you know, last week on the uh, end of the month, August August 30th, there was a hearing, uh, and a federal judge is going to decide whether uh, Jefferson County Commission lines may be changed. Uh, the plaintiffs are saying that they were based on, uh, they were racially uh, unfair to black voters, and if the judge decides, um, things might look different on Jefferson County Commission and who holds that uh, commission gavel. Uh, we're still waiting on a, on a decision on that, but what do you think about that? Three things. All right. First of all, we know that Jefferson 
County has a large concentration of black people. That's right. And particularly in that district that's kind of south and west, covers uh, Bessemer and all that. Mm -hmm. That district should at least be competitive based off the 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 racial makeup like of the they, western area yeah okay. you know i'm and i'm not talking about Sheila Tyson's district i'm talking right. about like commissioner stevens district yes commissioner stevens it should at least be competitive and like i I haven't looked at it in a long time. You should have told me. But I think his is that big, huge it's, it's, one. Yes, it goes a lot of land, a, lot of land, a huge swath of land. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Correct. And so, you know, I feel as though um, the – and because I learned something with this this other um, – They're very similar. Thing. They're very similar. The They're very case, similar because very similar. to make it fair – it has to be gerrymandered, which is illegal. So I my curiosity is, you know, if it's court ordered gerrymandering, mm -hmm. you know, if the court does it, then the legislators are not in a in a in a pickle, if you will. Mm -hmm. And if you don't mind, I wanna Segue it a little bit to the other one because they're so similar. So they're yeah, so yeah, similar. Yeah, 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 it's fine. And that and that is, um, I think that Senator State Senator Roger Smitherman bailed out the Republicans, at least with me. Okay, because it was embarrassing. You know, it's like it looked so racist. It looked so racist. They were like, "Okay, refigure the lines, send it back to us." And they like, "Shit, here you go." And <laughs> and the judge like, "Man, were y'all not listening?" But okay, Senator Smitherman brought up in his interviews that they genuinely were in a pickle because the directive here again in both instances yes. in order to make it fair for black people and and you know I don't care about it being fair for democrats right. that's that's a non issue for me right i think we should be in both parties and i think that black people should have the determining factor so i'm really hoping that in both of those cases that the special master and the cartographer mm -hmm. submit plans to give black communities and mixed communities because salute to them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I just don't like all white communities. Mm -hmm. What's wrong? Why y'all all white? You know what I'm saying? So that's where I am on that. So the two cases are very similar. Oh, I had two other issues with with, All right. with the county commission. All right, come thing. on. The other uh, issue with the county commission is, and I haven't looked at numbers, but I believe them to still be true, and that is Jefferson County is predominantly Democrat. 
And so, with that being said, you're right. If you look at all the other offices, all the judicial, almost all of the judicial offices, all the countywide offices are Democratic. Yeah. Maybe a few exceptions, but almost all of them are Democratic, except on the commission, where there's a three-two majority on the Republican side. Now, I'm just bringing that up as a point mm-hmm. because, unlike previous commissions, I actually like this commission. Okay. You know, um, I won't say I like everybody's vote, but I like the total vote. The, the, the majority vote that comes out, I'm usually digging okay. it. All right. You, you like know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then finally, to, to be quick and brief, um, I just feel like it's time for reckoning, right? Let's, let's get these districts legitimate. Let's get these... Uh, um, lines drawn up fairly. Let's learn and educate ourselves on the impacts of these types of things and then let the chips fall where they may. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, like you said, you know, you make a point that the most county offices are Democratic. Yeah. I'm not being partisan, I'm just saying it's what it is. It is what it but is. If that's the case, why is the majority of your commission <laughs> Republican, right? So some lines are drawn to to favor whoever's party is drawing the lines, and that's and, the allegation. And now let me say this because it applies to this country as a whole, right? We are asleep at the wheel, and we are asleep at the table. What we don't realize is that state constitutions state constitutions state constitutions preserve white supremacy well that's why ours was created in 1901 that's the sole reason why ours was created that's not that's not critical race theory that's (laughs) not woke ideology it said it the guy who one of the men who wrote it says that we're making this to preserve white supremacy in the state of alabama so it now, says that. Let's, uh, we've had to do all these amendments to correct what it was intended for in the first place. Now, let's look at um oops. So let's look at the country okay. as a whole, right? As it relates to the United States Senate, Alabama has two senators, Mississippi has two senators, Idaho Right, we all get two. We all get two senators. However, the populations of Texas, Alaska, not not Alaska, uh, California, mm-hmm. New York, they're all at the mercy of my guy, Tommy Tuberville. Okay. <laughs> you, right. I... I'm saying all of that to say the way the United States Constitution was set up preserves white supremacy. Well, no, I, I don't know about that part because I think it's, yes, it it, there, there's a correction on the Senate side. The Senate's supposed to be your deliberative body where every state's supposed to be, every state is equal because you got two senators. Now, where the size does matter is in the legislature, in the Congress, where it is proportionally based. So Alabama is the little guy compared to New York, California, and Texas. So it balances out in that way. So in that case, it, it was fair. I'm not presenting my case well. You said it was racist. See, what I'm, see, what I'm saying here, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. What I'm saying here is the Senate, the, the, the decision to set up 
the Senate mm -hmm. as it is. Mm -hmm. And this has been long studied. This, the first thing I read on it was written in the 70s. Okay. Was that this was going to catch up. This was going to happen. They, they saw this coming. And that is uh, states with small populations having too much control over the entire country. That that that's that's the point I'm making. If you are to look at that little funny map that they put up, the entire center of the United States is empty. Yes. All right. of the people are on the coast. It's like prairie land and farmland. Yes. Why? And, and and so not only well what I'm saying is it's empty. Why are why do those senators with very conservative, well, I like I like it, but I'm pointing out the unfairness of it. Um, you have the South with its racist theories. You got, you know, the the prairie lands and Middle America and all of that. Um, they're not racist, but they don't have problems with laws that uphold what keeps them in power. And so all I'm saying here is that as long as this country exists and until the electorate decides to make a change, you will always have what 30, 20, whatever, Senators in the United States Senate that are going to remain like they're people don't move there. There's ne there'll never be a change there. But what do you want? I mean, I think the Senate side really is balances the power. So a small state can have an equal say as a large state can. Now, when it comes down to proportional, that's where your House of Representatives comes in. That's when you can say David versus Goliath. So if you're but a small see, state, I'm a, I'm a states guy in the first place now. Okay, so you should like this system then. Yeah, but the, what I don't like about the system is I don't like New Yorkers telling me how how it should be down. But here. we're a republic. If you want to be a confederation, then you got to go back to the old I want, days. I just want to be a state. But you can't be that way. You, 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 no, you, no, I just no, like Alabama. We, we fought I don't war. like everybody we, we else. Set, we settled that. I am we not settled, fooling no, with Cali. No, no, I'm not no, fooling with New no, York. I'm, not, being, I'm uh, not fooling with uh, 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 Chicago. But guess what? But guess what? I just like sweet. Uh -uh. Home no, you don't. No, you don't. Alabama. You say that until guess what? We we had a war about this. We kind of settled this. <laughs> but, but, but but guess what? You say all this rhetoric until it comes down to what the budget. Because we get money from who? New York and all the pointy-head liberals from California and everywhere else. They give us money in the pot because it's, it's a family pot now, remember? I hate when you huh? make a point. <laughs> I hate when you make a point. It's a family pot now. You might like your cousin. I want your money. He, but he I don't chips want in. them to tell us what we should but do. But your cousin chips in on the rent, though. See? He helps pay the rent. So he can tell you what he wants to watch on TV sometimes. <laughs> okay? Touche. All right. Okay. Touche. Touche. One on 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 the first issue, Joseph won out of zero. <laughs> in a rare moment, I win something. Okay, all right, okay. Don't get used to. I it. won't in the hot seat. <laughs> not, not with you. Not with you. You wouldn't. You would not gonna win till you talked about the money. 
you is not going to But that's, that's what matters, right? That's, what, ma- that's okay. what matters. All right. But we need to remember that. We need to have these conversations. We need to have these perspectives right. Right. to remind ourselves when we get so far on what we want of the big picture. That's right. And I'm not going to sit here and not say when I'm wrong. Okay. Always a good conversation, though. Always intellectual jousting. Always, <laughs> always appreciate it, sir. But I love me some Alabama. That's fine. That's fine. And, that, you know, that's another other thing. People always, a lot of people assume that when you have Southern pride or pride from living in the South, that is a racial thing, but it's not. Black people or people of color from the South are proud Southerners just as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people don't understand. Like, when you say, I'm from Alabama, I'm proud. Are you really? No, really. No, because really. I, I have just as much of a claim to this state and this region as anybody else. And this so country. Right, correct. You know what I'm saying? Because I was, I had gone off on a tip where I wasn't, you know, I was kneeling for the, for the, um, what do you call it? Um, Kaepernick. Yeah, but I was trying to say the <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance. You were the, standing for the Pledge. The, 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 National Anthem. National Anthem. Okay. All right, okay. I wasn't standing for the next. I I wasn't taking the knee, right. but I wasn't standing for it. But then I heard someone talking about black people have more of a claim to this country than anybody because we it built it for free. for free, for free, and then they fought. This I shit, and then black people fought for the country. Yes, right. So, yes. Uh, yes. So you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm a proud American. I may not agree with other Americans, but I got just as much of, of a, a claim, right, a claim, and a claim yes. to be proud of this land as anybody else. That's right. So anyway, go ahead. Sir. Right. Well, that's it for me. I mean, tell, what else you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, obviously, you know. You know what I want to talk uh, come about. Come on, let's go. Come on with it. Come on with it. You've been nice so far. Come on. Hi, this is Kristen Water Sullivan. At Water Sullivan, we specialize in wills, trusts, and estates. Whether you're planning for the future, navigating the probate process, or facing estate and trust litigation, we're here to provide the personalized, expert legal counsel you deserve. Our experienced team understands the intricacies of estate planning, ensuring your loved ones are protected and your assets are managed according to your wishes. Don't let the legal complexities of the trust and estate process overwhelm you. Instead, trust Water Sullivan to be your partner in securing your family's legacy. Visit our website at watersullivan.com. That's W A T E R S. S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N dot com or call us at 205-855-5020 to schedule a consultation today. This thing I wrote about Alabama Democrats being racist. Mm. Now, we have, in fact, let me read it. Okay. Alabama Democrats love to play the race card, but let's see how it feels when the rabbits got the gun. To know me is to know I'm not a man who minds my words, and whether you are a friend or a foe, I'm always happy to hold anyone's feet to the fire in the name of accountability and what is right. So my friend, Patricia Todd, today is your turn. We are a little over 20 days before the special election of Alabama House District 55. This district includes parts of the west and south sides of Birmingham, Fairfield, Inslee, English Village, 
Titusville, Avondale, and Highland Park, and will vote on September 26th to fill the seat vacated by Fred Coach Plump, a story that you brought to us. Mm -hmm. As a previous least Democratic seat, there's a push to ensure that it stays that way with seven candidates in the race. Kenneth Coachman, Travis Hendricks, Vess Marable, Cara McClure, Phyllis Odin-Jones, Sylvia Swain, and Antoine Womack. As the former representative for Alabama State House District 54 and the first openly gay elected official in our state, why would you, knowing the importance of your endorsement, choose an inexperienced, young, white, trans woman over a black gay man who is a longtime community leader with experience to represent District 55? Despite seven candidates announcing if you were to Google Alabama State House District 55, you would only see one name, Sylvia Swain. Thanks to the open and consistent endorsement from Todd, Swain has catapulted her career as a new politician with exclusives in YourAL.com and Alabama Political Reporter. Well, it's time to get some of this uh, Urbaham news work as well. Though I believe that at 26, with limited experience in politics, community organizing, and being a trans woman in the state of Alabama, the odds are stacked against her and her talent and her candidacy. But that's not what's wrong here. Because I don't mind nobody saying I want to run for something. It's Patricia choosing to endorse her to make history for the, excuse me, I got to read it out, LGBTQIA plus community. Forgive me if I left out a letter. But ignoring Antoine as a black gay man and the other overqualified candidates as if their election wouldn't be as significant. I don't even like Alabama, Demo the Alabama Democratic Party because they take the black man's vote for granted. They return nothing for it, but somebody has to say something because this ain't right. This is yet another disappointing example of what happens when you praise white mediocrity and expect black excellence. Let me repeat that again. She is the epitome of white mediocrity. Meanwhile, all of the other candidates have ex uh, uh, exuded excellence in their pursuits. Remind me to say something about that. Now, let me just say it now. Footnote. Before you go vote, keep in mind the people who lost the last time and they were like, I'm, I'm going to be out here working in the community. I still love the community. 
I don't see none of them. I see none of the losers get back in the community. They always say that. But they always say that. But, hey, you know, both Swain and Walmart, but meanwhile, these black people are excellent. Both Swain and Womack are members of the LGBTQ community. However, only one is vice president of a local neighborhood association known within the community and has a track record of working with other members of the Alabama State House and advocating for his community as the LGBTQ plus caucus chair on the state Democratic Executive Committee. You want me to keep saying black excellence? Even with the pitfalls in his resume, such as when he ran for Birmingham City School Board in 2009, and he made a really bad mistake there. Let me acknowledge that. It's been a long time ago. I remember that, though. <clears throat> but what has he done with himself since? Mm -hmm. What what have you what have you done since your fuck up in 2009? Antoine's hard work and fighting spirit, fighting spirit at the intersection of being black and gay has more than made up for it. I know I'm going to leave that out. If you looked at their resumes and removed race from the scenario, he would undoubtedly be the winner. So why is he so unworthy of Todd's support when she has no problem believing in a candidate who has never run for political office, never worked in politics, nor has she advocated for the type of communities that make up the 55th district. Playing politics in the face of historically underserved neighborhoods is insulting. And whether she knows it or not, upholds a pillar of white supremacy that black candidates aren't qualified to represent their own communities. It feels like a stunt. Most importantly, one that does not benefit the entire district. Why would a former member of the Alabama State House send a native of Highland Park, where the average annual household income is $72,755, and the medium household income is $43,277 per year in places like Inslee? whose numbers of the average household and medium income are 44 and 30,000 respectively. I think I said that backwards. We'll go back and read it yourself. The staggering difference in the numbers represents the fundamental differences between Patricia's choice and the community she's sending her into. Oh, and I invited Patricia and Miss and Sylvia Swain, they did not answer. I'm going to, oh yeah, I got to do this part. As a mentor and leading voice in the fight for LGBTQ plus rights in Alabama, she should be honest about the race, the role of race in her decision making. Aside from Womack, there are five 
extremely qualified candidates to choose from with ties from District 55. Vince Marable, co-chair of the Jefferson County Democratic Conference and former and former Fairfield City Councilman. Phyllis Oden Jones is a Fairfield native, former sergeant for the Birmingham Police Department, and active volunteer at the Fairfield Community Service Center. And she has been on my podcast. Get points for that. <laughs> Cara been on my podcast. She gets points. Well, Phyllis Oden Jones been on here. She get points. Travis Hendricks is a native of Ensley, a school resource officer and sergeant in the Birmingham Police Department. Carl McClure is a political and social activist with ties across the state as the founder of a nonpartisan social justice organization, Faith and Works. Kenneth Coachman, former mayor of Fairfield and chief of staff at Miles College. Two of these candidates, Odin Jones and Hendricks, ran for this exact same seat in 2022. But every single one of these candidates has at least run for office before. I'm going to leave off the rest for you all to read for yourselves, but. Going back to what this show is supposed to be about, see how I remember my sponsors, <laughs> and talking about elections should not be popula popularity contests. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this race and the decision making <clears throat> and what's going on from a, you know, from a... Sure. A journalist standpoint, right. but like, give me some input before okay. I say what I got to right. say. Well, for, first thing you said, you called out AL.com. Well, as a member of AL.com, I need to tell you that uh, we need to profile all of those candidates. And so far, we've only we've only profiled one. <clears throat> That's not acceptable. And we're going to uh, remedy that. Matter of fact, uh, one Joseph Bryant has been assigned the task of interviewing all the candidates to run their profiles before the race. I've already interviewed several that you've mentioned. I have some more on my list to get to. So you will, before the before the election date, see everybody you see what I'm talking with equal about. time and all their profiles equally uh, you know, put put out there for the public to uh, examine. So you, you made a good point. You made a good point about that. We don't, we don't want to make, we don't want, we don't want to be known as someone, whether intentionally or unintentionally, taking a position. Mm -hmm. So therefore, we're gonna make sure everybody has equal time and equal space on the, uh, on, on the, on the website. Going back to popularity contests, yeah, I've made it very clear that I intend to be the bane of everyone's existence. <laughs> All right, okay. You know, the easiest way to remain fair is to just piss everybody off. I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said. When I wake up in the morning, I see a black man. Mm -hmm. Black men should vote for black men. Well, that's no, not a racist. I, I, that's I, a racist I, notion. I, 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 no. 
when a black woman gets out here and says, we got to support the black woman. Nobody says shit. <laughs> it's not, it, it doesn't offend anybody. When, when white women get out with their pink hats, don't nobody say nothing. But let a white man say, you know what? I'm going to support my, the, the white guy. We, he's racist. And black men don't say shit. We just, we just, what, well, whatever. Why told, that's, that's why I told Carlson got in trouble. Whatever you want us to vote for, black woman, we're going to do that too. I don't know about that. Yes, I, we I, do. I've never had that do what, 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 what black man's issue do you know of? What do you mean what black man's issue do I know of? What, name an issue that is, that is um, beneficial to the black man that, I, some, that anybody is fighting for. I want economics. I want a safe community. I want a clean community. I want a community that's growing. And I want my kids to be educated and not worry about spending my money on private schools or, or have that them to get that, That's that, all about No, 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 no. I'll no. get away with no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I said the black man. I ain't say our families. I'm saying name an issue. Name one issue. Just for black men. For black men. I'm going to let you do that. I don't. I, give me one. Ain't man. That's my point. Oh, go ahead. Mass incarceration. Wrong. It disproportionately affects black men. It yes. just it. But my point is, what? That was good. Thank you. I apologize. The issue is there, but name somebody fighting for it. No one. My point here is that no one. We are. We are. We got to hold ourselves responsible. The number one issue, great issue that's impacting black men. I think there's another one, which is families um, staying intact, but I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Black men being incarcerated at an insane rate compared to everybody else. Why why do our dumbasses not go look for a, a candidate? Who wants to fight for that issue? No, because we want to vote for pro-choice. That ain't got nothing to do with us. We always want to support black women's issues. Whatever they want is good for us. No, I think that we need, as black men, to start our decision-making matrix with, is it a black guy in the race? Because at least that's a black man, hopefully in my age range, he's going to understand my issues better than anybody on the table. You hope. That's where I must start. Mm -hmm. My point is, why do we start elsewhere? That's all I'm saying. That's, That's all. All I'm saying is, brothers, come on. At least look and see if there's someone on the ticket that looks like you. Thinks like you. No, not about who's the most popular. Who cares that everybody knows Cara? Cara's known throughout the state of Alabama, ran for um, public service commission. So, she's a single black woman and an activist. That's the anti Iva. I'll let Ivor have his views on that one. I don't really have anything to add. I know you don't. I'm on that one. But 
But Antoine. Popul- but popularity contest is an issue. Right. That, you know, but let that, me finish. You know, okay. All right. Antoine. No, I, I don't want to go to Antoine. I want to go to Phyllis. Beautiful person. I love Cara too. Let me. I love Cara. I love me some Cara. I love me some Phyllis Odin. She was here. She is the sweetest person. I adore her. And if either one of them got elected, I would have no problem with it because I know that black people would be served well. Go to Kenneth Coachman. Let's start looking at the brothers. Kenneth Coachman. Former mayor. Former mayor. This marable. They old as my daddy. They ain't got no, they, they ain't got nothing, no plans. They ain't, and if they did, how they gonna get it through a super majority Republican legislature? Well, no matter who you have, that's a question I've asked in my profile. I haven't finished the profiles. But everyone I've interviewed thus far, I've asked them, I said, you're going to be a double minority, okay? You're going to be a, a racial minority in, in, in the legislature. And you're also going to be a political minority in the legislature, super minority. How are you going to work across the aisle to make things? Anything happens in your district, you have to have participation from across the aisle. And they all acknowledged that and said how they would do that, in, including the person you just mentioned that you, that you call 2 Yeah, well, they're not going to get shit done because nobody likes them. Now, who meets all of Iva's criteria? This is an Iva endorsement. Okay. Who meets all of Iva's criteria? All right. What is Iva's number one issue? Public safety. Okay. Why in the hell would you not vote for a cop? What's Iva's number two issue? Old people. In leadership, not turning over the reins. I like me some Clinton Woods. I like me some K- uh, um, Crystal Smitherman. I like me some Hunter uh, Williams. Young Randall Whitford. Young people coming with ideas, coming with plans, with a respect for their elders, but an understanding of the next generations. So I got a cop, I got a young dude, I got a black man. And who of those candidates are those white Republicans in Montgomery Montgomery most likely to work with? Uh-huh. My point is that that matrix doesn't work for the black woman. That matrix doesn't work for the gay man. But that matrix works for a lot of people that are starting the conversation with who's most popular. Mm-hmm. Instead of who 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 knows me, who's going to fight for my issues, who's going to build bridges and friendships, who has the possibility of having allies and working on things where he might get a favor through or two. My point is simply in respect to the sponsors that we need to stop this popularity contest voting. What are your thoughts? 
I think I know your endorsement already based on what you just said. You know, looking objectively, you know, errors can be made when we vote for someone just based on cult of personality and not based on qualifications and what they can, what not only what they say they can do, but what they can actually do. Yeah, actually we need to understand what's real. Right, right. So that right. when somebody comes and says they're going to let everybody out of jail, we know they That's not that going to happen. Yeah, it's not yeah, that's not going to happen. But yeah. a lot of times uh, voters and the electorate, and that's what onus is on me as a reporter, show you all the candidates, show you all the things, whatever they say, this is what they say, can they really do these things? Who are they? You know, you might know that name, but do you really know that person behind that popular name or that popular last name? So a lot of times we do get caught up in personality and gimmicks and cult of personality when we make our decisions on a local, state, and national level. And that is a problem. Well, I feel as though black men need our own party. We just need to worry about the black man party. Black man party. Check check out. <laughs> Check out, check out the look. At See, it. even Follow. your own stadium didn't. Your studio, your studio disagreed with you. <laughs> number one, the number one platform for the Black Man Party: keeping families together. I have not. I'm. I'm gonna just say this. In my. Story gathering in our family courts and domestic relations, the non-custodial parent, did you know they can go years without seeing their child? There is no law in the state of Alabama that says the parent without custody has a right to at least see their child. Well, there's a court order in in, in, the, in, the, in your parental rights that say that. As a parent of two children who don't live with me, I do understand. I do have some rights as, as hold a on, custodial hold parent. Hold on, hold on. A court order right. is not a law. My, my point is mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to go to a court to prove that you are worthy to see your children. If the other parent isn't required of the same. My point is. That black men. Are disproportionately. Separated from their children. And nobody. Except for. Uh, um, Kenneth Pascal. Oh, we're back friends with. Representative. No. <laughs> But last time I was here, we weren't friends with the representative. And ain't still, <laughs> but he fights for my issue, so I'm I want y'all to vote for it. We're back and forth. I don't have to like look, I don't have to like a person. I don't have to get along with no, I I know you know this, but I want to say it. Sure. I don't have to get along with a person if they're doing right by the community. I don't have to get along with a person if they if if they're um, pursuits and their issues and what they're fighting for are similar to mine. Sure. The people I don't get along with just, I get along with people, just don't get along with people for only two reasons. Number one, if you lie to me. Uh-huh. Number two, if you avoid me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, I'm a 
to say my piece and I'm going to move on. Okay. That man is fighting for everything I believe in. And he's fighting against everything I don't believe in. I don't have to like him to support him. And that's how we need to think. That's how we got to think about politics and who's representing well, that's us a mature in electorate. That's a mature electorate. That's what you're calling for, a mature electorate. Not based on popularity or, what the, or the gimmicks or the catchphrases or I know his name or I know his mama or grandmama. Based on their platform and what they can legitimately do for you and your issues. And what I all I want to do is as it relates to this and as these uh, um, primaries come up for 2024, 20, you know, nine times out of ten, I know nine out of these 10 candidates. You know everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know them. I love them. I don't have a problem with them. And I tell them to their faces, you know, if I'm a fool with them or not. That doesn't mean I don't like you. I just think this other person can represent. That person is going to think like me all the time. I don't have to call and aggravate um, Travis Hendricks about getting more money for police and public safety in Jefferson County. I ain't got to remind him of that. Right. That's what he going to do every time. And if if you want somebody that's going to work for poor people's issues, you need to vote for Cara. She's a hardcore activist. She the real deal. She is, that's what she going to do. Antoine is the same way. And if you have if you if you a black gay man, you crazy not to vote for Antoine because he's he's fighting for your issues. Older people in Fairfield, if you want somebody that live around the corner, got the same accent of your as yours, why would you not vote for Kenneth Coachman or Vince Marable? All I'm saying here is have a reason other than the person is popular. Popular people have sent me to jail. Popular people have kept me from my children. Popular people have done some fucked up shit to me. And I've had some complete strangers to give me grace, mercy that I that I I've, I wasn't expecting. It's important these people who sit in these seats. And I encourage people to read what you have coming up. Take what they say. Do a little research on your own. And then look at it as it relates to you. And make a wise decision. But I'm especially pleading and picking on black men. Vote for a black man. Ain't nobody else got a problem voting for themselves. Nobody has a problem looking in the mirror, seeing what they see, going straight to the poll and voting like that. Except for us. I'm with you. When everything except for that last bit of racism. Everything else, <laughs> everything else you made good sense, my man. But, but that little bit of racism, I'm gonna deviate and, and go. <laughs> I wanna thank you for coming thank as you. always, you. man. Fun. You always um you're a friend. I love you. Same here. Same here. I want to thank Creed 63, Urbanham.com, Urbanham.news, and thank you. God bless.
This podcast has been brought to you by Water Sullivan LLC. Find us on the web at www.watersullivan.com.